and welcome to What What Crap It's a podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Heel Bravs. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great today. It's looking good out there. Might start storming soon. Very exciting. Oh, jealous. Got a little chemical peel, like oh, losing my face yeah. and getting marks. I just love it. I'm about to shed like a big old snake. Ooh. What's been going on over there? Um, I just had a marvelous bagel. I postponed Bagel Thursday to Friday because um, I knew I would need the bagel more today. I was like, we've been working really, really hard. And I was like, I'm thir- usually my reward for getting to Thursday, but I was like, I think I need to reward myself for Friday. So uh, I'm riding a bagel high, which also means I'm riding a coffee high. Anyway, I'm great. Thanks. Coffee high. <laughs> um, everyone, welcome to our craziest day of the week, Friday. This is where we really don't give a shit. And I'm sure that all of you really don't give a shit either, because guess what? It's Friday for you, too. Unless you're listening to this on Not Friday, which I'm not talking to you right now. Unless, <laughs> Unless you're, like, in the Philippines, where it's probably already Saturday. <laughs> Time yeah. zones, am I right? Yeah. So, uh, today is Southern Charm Day. We're really excited. In our time zone, we're really excited. Yeah. And um, just Even though we're in quickly, different time zones. We are, but close enough. I mean, it's nothing compared to the Philippines. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all are far. Okay. Manila folder time zones. That's how we judge everything. What's closer, the home goods or Philippines? <laughs> I'll meet you there. Uh, so today is Southern Charm Day. Also, come to take a seat. It's Monday nights on Spotify Live, the app, the application, for those of you who are new to phones. And uh, we it's a live show. We talk to you. You talk to us. Super fun stuff. Um, also, we do another podcast called Winter is Crappening. Mm-hmm. It's about House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones stuff. So it's really fun. Like, we make fun of nerdy stuff that we don't really understand that well. Okay. Yeah, that comes out on Monday nights, uh, and if you subscribe to that feed, winter is crappening. Subscribe, you get it that day, and then everyone else gets it the next day. So, thank you so much for being here. We love being here. Uh, we did love you mention that to you? Did you mention that this is crappens on demand? It's crappens on demand. It's a video, Patreon, video. something else you could you could go to if you want to watch something these. else. Um, Crappens on Demand is on Patreon. That's also where our bonus episodes are. Um, just an announcement. Yesterday, I was not really mad at Ben. I was just kidding. Okay, everybody got <laughs> sensitive. We're not fighting. We love each other. And we're both so fucking passive aggressive. If we were fighting, you would know. That would not be like, are they fighting? We you would, would know. be fighting. <laughs> yeah. You would definitely know. Okay. <laughs> I love my Ben. I just give him shit because I'm a horrible human being. And I admit no, that. And I'll it. work on it. Okay. This is like shit. This is my shit moment. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to be better. I'm just a, I'm a work in progress. I'm happy. Crazy, crazy happy, gosh. And, and my, like, honestly, for people who, who thought there was some tension, my response to Ronnie is, I can't believe I have to. Breathe the same air as you. <laughs> I have to share oxygen with you. I have to share oxygen. <laughs> By the way, can I? I'm, I would like to make, before we start, I would like to make an earnest plea. I actually don't do this as often as you think I would do it. You think I would do this every episode. I would like to make an earnest plea for people to follow us on social media. Uh, on Instagram, we're at Watch What Crappens. We're also at What Crappens on Twitter. And Ronnie is at Ronnie Karam. And I'm at Ben Medelker on both Twitter and Instagram. And um, I was like, I want, I, I'd like to get my numbers up. 
So I <laughs> well, look at you. Yeah. You, know, you asked the universe. I'm being deeply honest. Yeah, I'm like, ask the universe. You know, we yeah. we really never plug our actual social media, and um, I just no, I just want to follow. <laughs> Come, I really only post like bikini pictures with memes, like positive spiritual memes. But if you're into that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, I've been posting a lot of food like an asshole lately, but you know. I don't have any other content. Like, what else? Is it, people want to like look at my socks. I don't know. So, <laughs> well, don't say that on the same day of the year. I'm, I'm trying like, to God, make it follow like, me. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm making I don't a bikini pics and spiritual memes, and you're like, well, I don't do anything. Oh yeah, thirst traps. Every day is a thirst trap, guys. Yeah, like, it's a just tons trap. and tons of thirst traps. I put so my moves follow. and then uh, saying like, today's the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. try and make that cute, but you can't really make that saying more cute. I mean, it's a cute saying or cuter. Yeah, I should say. I, I I pose in a g string, and then the caption says, "What's going on in Ukraine right now is devastating. Please support." That's <laughs> support, those are my photos. Support Ukraine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So here we are with Southern Charm episode eight fourteen. It's called Trollin' and Brawlin'. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't uh, realize. I was like, "Oh, that's that's a good trolling." You so trolling in their title. Yeah, I think our episode is going to be called "Don't Come Trolling Back." You know, you got to mm, use something. Love that. I love, love that. Yeah. So previously on Southern Charm, Shep is literally on Rhea. Literally, <laughs> any girl would be devastated. <laughs> I didn't write down the previews, but what I did write down. Was that at the end of the previews? You know, it's always the same song. It's like, get the bats and the bees and the one, two, three. And then it's like that, mm-hmm. But this time, after the mm-hmm, out of nowhere, Trixie goes, tickets go loco. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What was that? <laughs> I know. You can't just let an intern cut this song every week. Like, it has to make musical sense. You can't end the song and then have her go, and then the goes loco. Yeah, it is like also a well-established like <laughs> ending of the song. Mm-hmm. So you can't just like come back. You you don't when you listen to Family Ties, they don't say sha la la la. What would you, baby? You're like no no no. The sha la la is the end. There's nothing after that. She also had a line that I don't remember ever hearing before, which is kind of impossible since they've recut this every week for years now. But they showed a clip of Shep playing tennis, and it was like. And boys play games, don't you know? And I was like, well, you added in a tennis? How did you do <laughs> yeah. that? I've never heard that part. And I was, I thought it was weird when they also showed the shot of um, Craig doing a shot of Jaeger. And then she said, support Ukraine. I was like, I'd never heard that one before. <laughs> wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, Ukraine. It's like... <laughs> We're just getting all our messaging in there. It's, it's her protest season. <laughs> They're like, I'm watching this if Trixie's going to be woke, okay? <laughs> Go woke uh, up, bro, Trix. <laughs> so uh, we're still on vacation, this sad, sad vacation. Okay, so last week was a super fun episode. I think just because Southern Charm is kind of back, at least to me. Like, I'm really enjoying it. This yeah. week was so much sadder. I, I don't know why. I think it's because it's just the three guys and then everyone else is just kind of an extra. You know, it's like the guys and then people they're kind of dating, you know? Like Olivia yeah. just... I can't watch Olivia eat anymore. Like, I hate all these people <laughs> who act like they were raised with such manners who just act like monsters. Like, who eats like... She's like... 
Yeah, I know. Her mouth wide open. And then when she's not doing that, she's chomping on gums for Coke tongue or whatever she's got going on. So she's just always chomping on gum. Just close your fucking mouth. (laughs) Close that bazoo. Um, so (laughs) yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I mean, the episode ended, I was actually extraordinarily sad, mainly because the previews for next week broke my heart seeing Vanita crying at that party. I was like, I don't know if it did something to you. We can get to that later, but I was like. Yeah, it made I was me like, laugh like hell because Vanita, <laughs> the way that she was crying, she was like, it was like she was in the center of the frame. Like she just like turns to the camera like an '80s sitcom. Like yeah, it's it was Vanita. very '80s. But too. then she was like, Aah! like she didn't really know where to go, but the camera was blocking her way. And I was like, LOL, welcome to it was, TV. To me, it was like a, it was an '80s teen movie where the girl gets humiliated at the school dance, and I like I don't know I. My heart broke for her in that moment. I was like, I don't know the context. I sort of know the context, but I felt so bad for her. But you know what? I'm going to put a pin in it. We'll talk about that later because obviously that's part of the big climax. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's sad. So, uh, meaning the state of people on this show. So, uh, Craig is get, drinking, taking shots. There's a lot of Craig, Craig, Craig. Craig, Craig. No, people Craig. trying to get him back. Because they're still at that restaurant, and Craig is raging. He's getting up, walking away from the table, then walking back and yelling some more, and then leaving, and then coming back. So he goes to the bar and uh, tries to, you know, get in a five-some with those old ladies there. And then mm-hmm. Olivia follows him, and she's like, Craig, what's wrong with you, Craig? Stop being such a diva, Craig. And, um... Austin back at the table is like, Naomi, I wish to God you were my ex. Wish to God you were my ex, Naomi. <laughs> Naomi's like, what? And he's like, because my ex has made my life a living hell. In case no one knew about that, Olivia's like, oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe we're talking about this again. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's a guy on this show, so of course they have to bring this back to themselves, you know? Right. So Craig tells us uh, in his charming way, they're like, Craig, why are you so mean to Naomi? And he's like, well, I'm definitely more irritable because Naomi's around. Like, she's the most condescending person ever. But guess what? You don't get to tell me what to do anymore. You don't have a say in what I do anymore. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like you just got away from your mom for the first time. I know. Craig saying you don't get to tell me how to act. You don't get to tell me anything anymore. When literally this entire season has been Craig sitting down Naomi and telling her how she's allowed to act around him. That's the entire season. Like you can't like, you can't hang out with me. You can't talk to me at a party. You can't go up to me. That's inappropriate. And now all of a sudden he's saying that she can't do anything. Like, honestly, Craig, this is you're You're starting. It looks almost like you're, you're on orbits and you're looking for a ticket to shut up mountain. <laughs> almost there. We're almost about to hit the commit. We're almost about to buy a ticket, the button, you know? Yeah. And Sheb, after this like mini lecture about how they all should behave in restaurants, stands up and just like dings the shit out of his glass. He's like, ding, 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 ding. Let's go home. <laughs> and Livy's like, yeah, let's go to our party house. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and then did Craig say in the car, do you think our driver is ticklish? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they go home, and the girls go to the girls' house, and the boys go to the boys' house, and they're like, oh, my God, that's the party. And Vanita's like, I'm going to bed. 
It's like, come on now, you can't do that. You're on a TV show, okay? These are supposed to be your new friends. Stay yeah. up, make an ass out of yourself. Yell at somebody on Coke while you're on hey. Coke as well. I mean, you have to you have to do your job. Um, and this is probably why she's caught like crying at the party next week is because she hasn't, it's like, um, kids who don't drink before they go to college, <laughs> you know, when kids, if you've never gotten drunk and then you go to college, then you wind up being like wasted on like the floor of a fraternity or something like you just are just like a disaster. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you get like some of your training wheels in high school and I'm not advocating for underage drinking by any means, but. I'm just saying I feel like your success as a drinker in college is like a little bit better if you have had some illegal experiences. And so what I'm really saying is that Benita needs to be getting her like high school conflicts out now. So that way when she goes to the big dance and then she is like deals with like a like a big like a big deal reality show moment. She's not caught off guard and caught on camera just like crying, you know? Yeah. Also, she's crying because she's trying to fit in with a bunch of assholes. Okay. Well, that's the other thing that made me feel sad is that like it's like it's I mean, how many times have we seen that eighties teen movie about the girl who becomes pretty and then so now she starts hanging with the popular crowd and then the popular crowd does something like humiliates her at, at the you know, at the school dance and then she's left there crying and telepathically burning everything down and killing her mother. I mean it happens. Oh my god, I would love that ending for Vanita. <laughs> fucking fire started this shit up. It's like I have her this power. I just don't really use it because I have so many nice clothes. I don't want to start on fire, but I do have it. <laughs> so anyway. then we get another disappointing part of this episode is that we finally seen that we finally we finally seen it. Come on, Ronnie. Come on. Get back from get out of NASCAR and back to the recap. <laughs> so then we see this scene that they have been working our nerves with the whole season of Craig and Austin getting in a physical fight. It's not a physical fight. They're just fucking around outside a car wrestling in the driveway. Come on. Which I always suspected is what it would be. I always suspected it was horseplay. What a rip And guess what? It was horseplay. It was was full, full horseplay. Okay. Just horseplay. horseplay. Yeah. I don't really see horses play that much. Come to think of it. So then Austin is like, uh, Jesus, quit fucking bullet trying to shut. You are a bull, a bull, and John, John, John. Whatever Austin's taking this year, his stutter's getting ten times worse, and his caps locking every other word is getting a lot worse. <laughs> Jesus, wait! <laughs> What's happening, Jesus. To Austin? <laughs> bull in a china shop. So, uh, <laughs> so then, um, uh, and then also, what is wrong with you, Craig? What is wrong? And he goes, that was insane. Mm-hmm. And then Craig is walking along and he has like a, like a half full can of Bud Light and he just throws it at the side of the house and lets it just like roll along the deck. Roll I was like, deck, Oh, yeah. I was like, so you're that person. You're that person where you're like, who does this? It's Craig. It's the Craigs of the world. Like, I guess we all know, but just to sort of see him do it, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. You just littered. I got me so mad. You just littered and you wasted beer and you just were like, someone else. I'm thinking about the rental property, like the bar rod that's stuck in that raw wood on the rental property. How dare you? How dare you? This is an anti litter podcast. Yeah. We're a Bette Midler freeway, basically. So yeah. then Olivia is like giggling at the stairs and then they're like, oh, my God, Olivia, you should kiss 
Whitney. And she's like, ah, ah, ah. I don't know, Austin, you should kiss Austin. So she's like, ah, ah, ah. and then she runs in and does that bachelorette jump on, or bachelor jump on him. Or she like hugs his waist with her legs and then she kisses him. And mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh my God, they did it. And I was like, I, I hate this show now. How did I love this show last week so much? <laughs> and now I want this show to burn in a fire. How? <laughs> That's like sort of just the way Bravo works, you know? So then Naomi's walking by and they're like, Naomi, kiss Whitney, kiss Whitney, kiss Whitney. And so then they kiss. And it's not as awful as you would think. Like you would think it would be terrible. But I think after like the, the Austin and Olivia thing, really we could watch anyone make out after that, you know? Yeah. And then Vanita passes again and goes, I'm going to bed. We know, Vanita, go. <laughs> and frankly, go home because this is not worth staying for. None of this. You're too good for this. Leave. Yeah. So then Taylor and Naomi are in a room with Shep in the living room. And Shep comes in, sits on the couch, and Taylor's sitting on the ground at the coffee table, and she puts her hands over the coffee table like it's a fire, and she's like, wow, mm, where's the fire when you need it? I'm like, listen, no, no, no. stop deluding yourself, okay? Stop. It's not a fire. Stop just pretending Handle. things are pleasant, even though it's just a coffee table. You well, know, it's like it says everything about your relationship. Well, I, I agree, except there was a three-wick candle, and she was holding her hands over the three-wick candle. Oh, well, that makes and more she sense. Said, like, and she said, <laughs> she said, where are the marshmallows when you need them? And I thought, I still came to the same conclusion as you, which was, like, so sad that Taylor, you know, like, I know she's making a joke, but I also can see Taylor having, like, a life experience of making s'mores over some sort of Yankee Candle Company thing. Yeah. Bless just like a, the saddest s'more of all time with just like the biggest color on it. She's like, well, this will do. I prayed for a better s'more, but this is all that Jesus gave me. <laughs> Jesus said, when it's time, you'll get some more. But until then, <laughs> you get what you need. I so looked down, like, and there was only one set of footsteps, and there was graham crackers in them. <laughs> I kept looking around to find some more. But I never did. <laughs> so Shep is like, Taylor, why are you on the ground and not next to me or on the couch? And he's trying to be like romantic Shep to prove that he's romantic by wanting to sit by Taylor. But he's basically ordering her around. And so yeah. she's caught now, right? Because who's there with her? Naomi, right? Naomi's so just sitting there watching. She's like, I'm, not being, too. I'm not being bossed around. So I like the ground. And he's like, no, well, could you come sit next to me? I would like that. Because he's got his gravel voice on now. And she's like, um, she's looking back between Naomi and him. Like, um, well, I, this is more copacetic for me. I'm like, okay, you're learning the wrong things from this relationship. <laughs> now you're saying yeah. copacetic about sitting on the ground? Run. <laughs> yeah, and she, he's, she's like, Shep is very entitled, especially when he's drinking. And it's like the mentality of a 12-year-old. I'm like, you realize you're dating this person. You chose to date this person, right? <laughs> On purpose, yeah. So <laughs> Shep's like, hey, Taylor, where are you going, Taylor? And she's like, I'm going to hang out downstairs where it's more copacetic. And he's like, but I don't want you to know. You stay here with me. And Naomi's like, Shep, be nice, Shep. Be nice. I was trying to be nice controlling. Gosh. 
Technically, actually, Naomi said Shepard be nice, which is really the sign that she has grown into her role as the narrator because that's like she is now truly the new Cameron is that she says Shepard now. Shepard. Uh, yeah, be nice. if you do the narrations of this show, you have to call him Shepard. Do you think that Taylor is just into him because the Shepherds are from a long line of family who were at Jesus's birth? <laughs> I think that like maybe that was part of the flirtation that he said that he's like, yeah, gosh, our family line goes back to Jesus. And she's like, just hearts in her eyes, <laughs> ignores everything else. Wow. So then, <laughs> so then, um, uh, so Taylor goes down, uh, to drink with the others. And, um, and then Craig starts FaceTiming into Austin and he's like, Hey, um, I came to your room. I was like, Oh, are you even sure you're in the right room, Craig? Or are you just in another China shop where you act like a bull? It's insane. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you guys all come to, my, to this room because, like, I have chips and I have Doritos. You should tell everybody to come over. And Austin just hangs up on him. He's like, shut <laughs> up, Craig. <laughs> That's so, then, so Craig, too, to be like, I'm going to my house, and then I'm going to make everybody leave from their house to come to my house. hate when people do that. I hate it. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So um, Whitney sits down and joins Naomi, and he's like, huh, so uh, what are you talking about, non-mother? And she's like, ugh, we're talking about Taylor. And Whitney goes, oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Treat her better. Yep. Goes, you need to... You need to treat her better, Shep. And he's like, oh, my God, this is like the ongoing saga of my relationship. I'm not going to feed this monster. I'm not going to feed it. And then he says, you're punished for your ongoing kindnesses. Whitney's like, blindnesses? No, kindnesses. Kindnesses. Uh, is, is that a plural? Kindnesses? Is that a plural? Like, okay, so now we're on to grammar. Come on. <laughs> uh, so I guess. Shep is just living an unpunished life, huh? Yeah, Shep is just so kind. Shep doesn't <laughs> understand. It's not his tone of voice. It's like his kindness for like not yelling at somebody and saying, fuck you, you fucking idiot. It's what you're saying is not your tone of voice, Shep. Come on. Yeah. So then Austin, so Austin's sitting there with Taylor and, um, and Olivia, and he's like, oh, I hear Shep tooting his own horn up there, and it's making me laugh my Ass off. And they're like, okay. And Taylor's like, um, how about we play a drinking game about their conversation? Every time that Shep says a certain word, we pray. Like, well, that's <laughs> not how drinking games work, but I, I, I see what you're saying. How about we actually take a drink when he says those words? Okay, okay, that works too. Just say a small prayer to yourself before you take it. Okay, guys? <laughs> He's like, okay, every time he says crazy and olivia's like we're happy he says happy a lot too so anytime he says happy we should like drink when he says happy and like okay and then immediately Shep's like are you crazy it's like ding (laughs) i love taylor that's all you need to know i'm happy as fuck ding (laughs) it's crazy crazy. ding (laughs) uh everybody has their own opinion but they don't listen to their own advice this is insane. It's like, oh, close to crazy. So close crazy, to crazy. But a very yeah. good Austinism, yeah. <laughs> and Whitney's like, don't deflect. Don't deflect. And Taylor's like, okay, let's add done. Amen. Okay? Done and amen? That's two words. No, just done. Amen. 
<laughs> so then Shep immediately goes, I'm done. <laughs> like, like you actually see it happening in real time. And there's, I'm actually laughing with them because <laughs> this is actually such a great game. Yeah. And like Shep just says all these words over and over again. He's like, I don't need help. And Whitney's like, yeah, you do. And he goes, no, I don't. And Naomi is like, Ugh, listen to Whitney. He is never misguided. Okay. Are you kidding? He's raised by Patricia. <laughs> How can you not be misguided? That's like literally the captain of the ship is Patricia. She misguides his ass on purpose. You know, she I can vouch. <laughs> I can vouch for that because he is currently my main butler. And as far as I can tell, he's in a different state right now. I don't know how I'm supposed to get my martinis from St. Simon's. Uh, uh, so then Chef's like, come on, I'm happy. Ding, I'm happy. Ding, happy. <laughs> It's like the full Pharrell. So they're wasted downstairs, and he tells us, I feel like little piranhas are taking tiny chunks out of my crevasse, and I'm over it, gosh. Oh, those poor piranhas. <laughs> like, I have to say, yeah, those poor piranhas, they're like dying of like alcohol poisoning. They're like, hey, where'd my kidneys go? Where'd my liver I go? Saw- why is it that I don't want to work anymore? <laughs> There's been an outbreak of piranhas with shakes. We don't really understand it. <laughs> hey, that piranha's fin is really shaking a lot. Has it been lying? <laughs> <laughs> the piranha's just shaking its tail back and forth, like <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, all the fish are saying, "Like I'm happy, I'm happy." And Naomi's just like bubble noise. Not let's just noise. go downstairs because like Shep's being defensive and this isn't constructive and i don't want shep to get mad at me god knows i'm like you started this and this isn't fair to have naomi with whitney the boss of the show partnered up just coming at people because whitney's only coming at shep because naomi's telling him to you know what i mean that's not fair even if I think it's 100 fair i think it's 100 percent fair because um we all know that in the south the way it works is um like the math is an executive producer and girlfriend is equal to one person with generational wealth. So I think that's, I think, so I think it evens out. Is that privilege math? <laughs> yeah, I think it's privilege math. <laughs> <laughs> so it really is a one on one discussion. <laughs> Although you could say that Whitney has generational wealth, but not Whitney, like Shepard. Whitney doesn't necessarily have generational wealth. He has like newer wealth, but he's got a lot of it. Okay, all the generations get, yeah. that Patricia hooked up with to get that wealth—that <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like that could be. I mean, they were all right now, but it was multi generational. So I think that works. Plus, also Whitney has the Serena Altschul connection, which I feel like also gives him some makes for some reason makes him like more generationally money just because he has like lateral MTV money coming through. Listen, he has renob wealth. It's renob. Patricia's probably bucks? listening and being like, why do I listen to these bozos? <laughs> Fuck these guys. So, uh, Peaches, do a podcast. I'll have something else to listen to. <laughs> we get searched by papers from Peaches. So um, they go downstairs, right? So Whitney and Naomi kind of joined the bar party. But Shep stands at the stairs. Well, first he wanders around the room by himself, like kicking his heel into the carpet, like, Gosh, I'm happy. I am happy, right? You're happy, right, Shep? You are a Shepherd. I love you, Shep. Fuck you, Shep. See, I can take it. 
Yeah, I think he's like struggling in this split level home because he doesn't have like he's too close to the downstairs conversation because it's only like a half staircase. And like if he had a, if he was fully on a second floor, he'd be separated enough that he'd be OK. But he's just hearing too much of it. And he's just getting angrier and angrier and angrier because, of course, Austin is speaking intentionally loud. So that way Shep can hear him. Right, he's trying to start a fight. And Olivia's like, oh my god, we made a conversation out of a drinking game out of your conversation. And everyone, every time somebody said happy, or I'm like, you don't need to recap it for all the people who weren't there, Olivia. And Austin's like, yeah, we drank so much. So much. It was insane. It was more insane than the time we got tachos. Insane right now. And you can tell Austin feels like a real Disney villain right now because he does a a swoop of his big stupid Republican hair. He's like, (laughs) well, he's feeling like you can see Austin has the wind in his sails because it's one of the rare. It's like it's a time when he's pretty sure he knows he's going to be getting a a decent edit, you know, because like whenever you're going up against Shep, you're pretty much going to get a decent edit. And then on top of that, like he's got Olivia, he's got Naomi, he's got everyone's like on his side on this one. So he sort of has like a little bit of a like a, uh, you know, he's got a little swagger going he's on got about the swag. him. And he's going against, you know, Shep for being mean to Taylor around all the girls, you know, like he's. And yeah. And Taylor, I mean, then Shep is literally looking so evil, like lurking up there. He's got like a long shadow going down the staircase, like like an like that like Nostra like <laughs> what was that Nosferatu or something, some like vampire. You know, he's like Ugh, yeah, you know? so it's definitely like the villain. He really does standing fighting. on the steps because he's already so tall and he's standing on the steps just lurking there, like so. <laughs> Then Shep hears him making hears them making fun of him, so he's like, "I am done." And then he walks over to Taylor, and it's like a tiny little apartment bar. You know what I mean? So they're all still standing right there, and <laughs> like, he yeah. starts whispering, like stage whispering to Taylor. He's like, "I am so sick of everyone attacking me. I'm sick of it. I've never loved anyone more than you. This is insane." And they're just <laughs> listening to him being awkward, like. What the yeah. hell, dude? And, Just say it. Yeah, and she's like, so she's like, so that's why you're freaking out. I mean, you're not even freaking about out about the fact that we don't have s'mores to, to cook over that candle. And Chef is like, you're damn right. And she goes, I don't want to see you angry at Whitney and Naomi. Those are my friends. Those are your friends. Try what I do. Pray. He's like, <laughs> oh my god. He's like, gosh. <laughs> He's like, I don't. Pray, Gersh. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh, okay, pray. Because, you know, he wants to be like, fuck that. That's bullshit. But he's trying to be nice to Taylor in front of the cameras. So he's like, oh, yeah, okay, pray. So Austin's like, okay, I cannot listen to these two w- w- whispering. And she, 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 Shep being like, I love you. And Shep, you've been an embarrassment. Too long, Shep. That is it. You have been an embarrassment. It's like, and now you're Lala Kenting? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what this moment from Austin was. He's like, you're fucking moron, Shep. I mean, just go to bed. You're such a fucking pussy. You're a fucking idiot right now, Shep. I'm like, why are you in such a snit? I mean, everything you're saying is true, but why are you in the snit right now? Yeah, um, and then Austin leaves, but then he comes back in because he's, like, learning Craig moves. You know, he's like, I'm leaving. No, I'm not. And Chef's like, I can't even believe I'm sharing oxygen with you. I can't even believe I'm sharing oxygen with you. 
<laughs> Austin's like, you text and you call her 24-7 to control the situation. That's all you do. And what do you do when we're in a, when, when we're in where when we're in the call, you when we're all here. <laughs> when we're car. all here. Car. I was like, the call. I was like, it didn't make sense. You whisper in her ear to control the situation. Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> and Taylor's everyone's like, coded in the at this bathroom. Point. She goes to the bathroom and closes the door. And Austin's like, at this point, I've done enough of being the relationship counselor. Oh, Austin, you're not a fucking relationship counselor. Shut up. All you're trying to do is manipulate this poor girl against Shep as a weapon. Okay? You're no better. And manipulate yeah. the audience into liking you since you've made an ass out of yourself for two seasons. And then on Winter House, and are about to have another disastrous season on Winter House, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Every, that's a pretty yeah. easy prediction, you know? Yeah, exactly. So they're just like, sort of like fighting. And then when you're like, guys, oh, shut up and chill. Oh, shut up and chill. Oh. Mm -hmm. So then, um, yes, yeah, so they just sort of like settle down naturally. And Thank then God, we, to, we finally get an exciting scene. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. This scene was, this sort of made the episode for me. Love in her kitchen. Love in her kitchen with her kid. Cooking. Why? Making cookies. Why? And uh, she's like talking about how she's a control freak, as evidenced by the fact that she doesn't normally let her son butter the pans, but she decided this time to let him butter the pans. If she were a true control freak, she would have put down some tinfoil or parchment on those pans before she made those cookies. But I guess, I guess not. I guess. Yeah, that's how I do it. I'm a parchment like, paper lover. I have stacks of that shit. You know. Do you, you get the. Me. Do you get the. The uh, parchment paper that comes in a rectangle, like that. Oh yeah, that pre -cut. yeah. That's yeah, the way. The that is the way. Oh, first yes. of all, it lasts forever. I'm still going on my same box. I use parchment paper all the time. I'm still on my same box of it. I don't know if you can see this. I'm actually holding my hand up to test the box. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally have my hand up right now. Like, but I am testifying. This is really important for people because for many years I had the rolly the rolly roll of parchment paper and it sucks because you, you, first of all, you cut it and then you put it in your pan and it rolls up on you and it's the worst thing in the world. Yes. But the pre-cut rectangles on Amazon, literally great. one of the best. Also, I feel like the rolly ones are manipulating you into buying the sheet ones. Cause the sheet ones are like what? 50 cents more expensive. Cause they're already cut. And yeah. I feel like you're being manipulated because they make it a pain in the ass on purpose. Like you can't cut the parchment paper with the little thing that they leave on. Never there. Like, cut it on this. And it's just like soft <laughs> cardboard. So you end up ripping it and it's the wrong size and you're folding it to get it to the right size and it curls up. And they're like, Oh, sorry, you can't spend that extra 50 cents. And then see so still do it. And I feel like Mr. Parchment is like sitting up there like <laughs> got another one. <laughs> Truly, and it's also you always wind up pulling out maybe a little bit too much parchment paper, whereas the ones that are pre-cut fit perfectly into your sheet pan every single time. Don't even get me started on wax paper. Okay, so my note for the yeah. rest of this scene is fuck this lady, just fire her. <laughs> yeah, I actually have to say I'm getting to that point with Leva because I loved Leva last season. I think Leva is a really good agitator. Um, but her, the fact that she's sitting out the, the trip, the fact that we're just only seeing her in their kitchen, it feels like, I don't know. I need you more from my that. reality you can't stars. agitate from home. That's not a work from home job. 
Okay, that's part and of the on- workforce that has to go back to work. The agitators. And honestly, like, okay, if you're not going to go on the on the trip, fine, but do something more interesting in Charleston. Like, just do do like go to go to Michael's. Like, buy some crafts. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't want to see you Literally in your kitchen anymore. anymore. You know, yeah. I don't need. Like, go to go to Gwyn's. Go. Um, well, go to Starbucks. It's also to, annoying because they get paid. From what I understand, they get paid for how many episodes they're in. So it it makes me annoyed that she's still getting paid to be in this to make cookies. Like, it's bullshit, okay? If she's not going to do anything, just don't put her in the episodes so you don't have to pay her. She must have a good agent. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah, like, she she's must. She's guaranteed episodes. So they're like, let's show her cooking again. People love her kid. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, her kid's cute and everything. Isn't not cute. Like, he doesn't have enough personality yet to be getting entire scenes by himself, okay? He does have a rockin' sweater. I will say, I actually was like, I want that sweater. Do they do they make that sweater 30 well, times he's larger? He's like a perfect kid, you know, and, like, stealing the little bits of... Well, yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not even going to... everything. No, the kid's I wonderful. I to say anything more about this, okay? Fire But her. what I will say is, I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious, right, that they're trying to phase out Catherine, right? Like, aside from the fact that she's, like, barely on the season... But now, if it, if it is that you're getting paid per episode, that means she was not on this episode. I don't even think she was. Maybe she was on last episode, but like, so she's probably no. making not as much money then. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her. There's been weird stuff posted about her. Like there, there was an, a story this week. It showed her with uh, like a black under eye here, oh, and um, it said the rumors are that Caleb something happened with Caleb and they fired Caleb. And then they wouldn't let Catherine shoot when she showed up to work like that. But Catherine won't make a comment about it. But oh, she shit. allowed the pictures dark. to be released. And yeah, it's really dark. And I'm not really oh. sure what's going on. But then she made a comment like, Shep said that I wasn't at an event. I wasn't at Friendsgiving because I was having trouble with Caleb. And he knows the truth. He knows the truth. They all know why I wasn't allowed there. But wow. I don't know what happened, you know? There was never a res- resolution to that story, so I don't know. So I hope oh. she's okay. But I well, yes, and I would hate if if there was even a shred of that that was true. That would be so upsetting for so many different reasons. Yeah, but <sighs> yeah, I hope she's okay. But also, like Leva, you can't be in your kitchen. <laughs> like this, if yeah. people have to show. This is the only Bravo show I can remember where more than one cast member is just like, yeah, I don't want to go to that. I'm not going to go to work today. I mean, you've got like New York where Bethany Frankel's like, I'm not going to that. But you've got one cast member. Who's mm-hmm. always trying to pull shit like that on shows, but not half the cast. Who's just like, yeah, yeah I don't want to be on TV today. I'm not gonna. And where's Madison? Job. Why are I don't understand why we're not seeing as much Madison? Is this because it's the guys on this show? Because the guys on this show are like Real Housewives, and they want to try and block each other f- f- from having exes. Like Austin thinks his big power move is getting Madison blocked from filming. Craig is trying to do the same thing with Naomi, where he's like, get out of my life. Like, he's mad that she's on the show now. You know, you guys, sorry. Do you think J-Lo has a hand in it in a weird way? I mean, J-Lo did have um, Shades of Blue on NBC. And, like, maybe she has, like, a production deal with NBC. And, like, maybe she's like, J-Lo doesn't uh -uh. care. You (laughs) can't have that and that fucking baseball guy, no, but that's the most he's fun fucked theory. nine million people. Like, J-Lo would have to go through so many people to get revenge. Now she's just with Ben, who's too exhausted to do anything. You know, at some point, when you're dating a dirty dog who's just out there fucking half the world, you finally just date someone with Ben who's like, I'm exhausted. Can I just stand outside and smoke? That's all I want. I mean, I, 
I actually think my theory with Madison is the most dull theory of all. She she got herself a fiance who's like I don't want to be filmed, and that's probably where that's probably what's happening. You know, I doubt it. I bet she they're just like she's not filming because she's not with Austin anymore. You know, because then she does come in and she pisses everybody off and makes it good again, and then you don't see her. <laughs> I think she. Would I know she's back next week. I mean, we'll see her again. But her it husband just may be rich, me. but he's not rich enough to quit TV over, especially mm-hmm. for someone like Madison who's changed her face twenty times and is going for like influencer you know, royalty status. A man's not right. going to get in the way of that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so now it's the next morning after this riveting We're just doing anything but talking about this episode. <laughs> I know. We're just, like, trying to, like, do, like, just trying to figure it. We're basically having, like, take a seat right now. Um, <laughs> We're talking about parchment paper and all the people who don't show up to filming. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, I think you could probably sort this cast into – two camps those who are like rolled parchment paper and those who are pre-cut you know and like austin and Shepard definitely rolled <laughs> naomi is pre-cut i don't know where everyone else is it's Craig's wax really paper hard. i think craig is the annoying unrolled wax paper. okay i have a question with that wax paper who's really using wax paper these days anymore i'm not saying that with any judgment or shame i'm just like genuinely curious i feel like all the conversation is about parchment paper like what is yeah. the, what is the role that wax paper plays in our lives now i feel like wax paper has been kind of phased out in normal day-to-day life but the company is like we are not going to stop wax paper is important so they just reynolds is like we're going to keep this coming okay and i think that they sell it to like kindergartens for people who take two pieces of wax paper and then put a leaf in between them and then iron it <laughs> It's a big industry. <laughs> See, now, if we saw Leva going to Michael's and getting some there leaves. There you go. And then we just gave you a storyline. There you go, season nine, Leva. There you <laughs> I go. know. That's from us. Okay, so back at the vacation, um, of course, everybody's rooms are, you know, pigsty, empty drinks everywhere. And we get our daily scene of Austin brushing his teeth while he stares at himself intensely, fiddling with his hair. <laughs> yeah. And um, Olivia's making coffee, and um, Olivia and she has uh, Olivia and like Vanita have. Uh, Olivia wants to find out if her bet from last episode that like no one remembered because it was like the one of the least interesting aspects of it was came like if she won it, which is like did Naomi spend the night in Whitney's villa? No. So, she, but she and Vanita like knock on Naomi's door, and Naomi's like. <laughs> French Noid. But here's the problem with Vanita. Okay, Vanita's like giggling and stuff with Olivia as they go up, but Olivia has the sense to knock and then run away, and Vanita doesn't. She just stands there. <laughs> so then Naomi opens the door, and Vanita's like, ha 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 ha. So why are you letting yourself get caught? Run. Okay? <laughs> you don't know how to do this. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't really understand it. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. But Austin, so Austin and Craig are talking, and Austin's like, last night was an explosive night. And he starts talking about, like, how he and Shep were fighting and stuff. And Craig's like, well, that's what happens when you yell at your girlfriend in front of a group of people. If you see abuse going on, you got to look out for the girl. I'm like, what about when you yell at your ex-girlfriend in front of a group of people? How about that? Yeah, multiple times. And call her names. And he's like, yeah, like, asking her to quit her job? Like, that is, like, a controlling thing. And Austin's like, that's like Britney Spears. Like, her dad. F-f-f-free Britney. Hey, it's like holding a bird. 
tighten your hand. Kurt's like, look behind you, because there's a bird on the balcony right behind you. <laughs> and they're so bowled over by the fact that there's a bird that they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, you know, the chances of a bird being on a railing nearby are pretty high. I'm, I, listen, I hate to be the person that shits on people seeing signs and birds. We're like, and then there was a bird. I hate to be this person. Birds kind of are everywhere, and they they always show up. And they they birds are the extras of nature. They're always there in the background, and they're always trying to get your attention. They're always trying to like be like stars. <laughs> they're always trying to get in the shot. They're literally like they like ruffle their feathers a little bit. They're like they literally start to sing during a during a take. Like it's like uh, we're rolling, and they're like. Bah, bah. It's like, we're rolling. They're just there to be a little extra, try and get on camera, and they're really only there for the bread. And everybody knows it. And then, well, that's why they they can never be stars. They love bread too much. But um, uh, this one, though. The bird sees all that white on the table, left over on the table, and figures it's crumbs you're about to feed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what the entertainment industry. The entertainment industry is just lurking around other people, begging for crumbs, eating the crumbs, and then saying, why do I eat so many carbs? If I didn't eat carbs, I'd be in better shape and I'd be a star by now. That's why birds are such nervous wrecks. So then Shep and Taylor in bed, Shep's favorite place to have a meaningful conversation, lying down, okay? So Shep's like, well, everyone seems to think I treat you horribly. Kind of sounding to me like he's insinuating that it's because of something she's telling everybody. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I know you can't stand it anymore. But, you know, you guys yelling, that's what I can't do. I went into the bathroom. <laughs> Mainly because there was a small candle in there and I thought I could do some s'mores. So then Shep is like, I feel like, gosh, I'm in this loop of a video game where I can't get out of the first level. It's like, ding, 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 gosh, fell into a pit. And it's right at the beginning. It's like, you know, Shep, here's the thing about Mario. If you keep falling into the pits, you got to change your strategy a little bit. Maybe make some changes and you can get through the first level. Also, I don't think this game was made for Bowser to play well. You know what I mean? Bowser it's always not, loses. And if you're anybody, you're not Mario trying to save the princess. You're Bowser trying to keep the princess from getting a job. Okay, Peach's, Peach, Princess Peach probably never would have even had a problem, except that she wanted to go to work. Bowser's like, no, you're staying in my castle. She's like, no. But what if I want to go to Bermuda? She's like, no. Bowser's but, like jer- jerking off to Rhea. Anybody in anybody around my Bermuda castle? Anybody? <laughs> Shep is kind of like Mario, right? Like you can just imagine Mario like showing up finally, finished level one four, and then there's Toad, aka Austin. <laughs> and he's like, Gosh, sorry Shep, the princess is in another castle. It's insane right now. Gosh. Austin, that's not right. I came all the way over here. My God, poor Peach. Peach is like, I just want to pray and play drinking games. No! (laughs) So uh, she's like, listen, make up with your friends. Stop yelling at each other. And she says, my advice to you is to set your ego aside and say, guys, I've admitted that I can be rough around the edges, but I'm really trying to change. Shep version 8.0. You know, because I can only say so much, and they just think I'm trying to defend you. And he's like, yeah, and his foot's like, <laughs> under his the blanket. 
<laughs> I mean, it looked like a motorboat or something like that. Like I thought that bed was about to just like speed off across the lake. So, like oh you don't want to you don't want to stress Shep out when he's sitting like uh, cross legged in a trench coat in a park. He will go to jail. Okay. Yeah. Because that feels like. So now, um, Vanita and a rough visual, but I, I feel you guys will get it to just keep trying was to nice, imagine it. And it was a nice, like, crossover visual back to the pigeon looking for crumbs. It all worked. We're painting a scene. <laughs> so, Vanita, Olivia, and Naomi are making a breakfast. And it, by the way, it looks like a really good breakfast. I have to say, uh, the you know, we see a lot of shitty breakfast made on these these trips. It looked really good. And Vanita's well, the like, only time I can remember seeing it is when Olivia was chomping on it with her mouth open. So it's kind of <laughs> ruined for me. Thanks for that visual, Olivia. So Vanita, so this is what I was going to say before, because this annoyed me. Vanita's saying, <laughs> you know, I'm the only one who got a full night's sleep and everyone else was like raging. I was like, Vanita, that is not a, <laughs> this is not an asset on reality TV. Do not brag about this. You are supposed to be grumpy in the morning and you were supposed to be raging with other people at night. You're, you're doing it wrong. I know. Like you want us to love you more, but it's making me want to call customer service. Like, uh, this isn't working. So then, um, chef's like, Oh, sorry. Shep's like, uh, that was unfortunate end last night for yours truly. And that didn't help that whiskey over there. And Naomi's like, Oh my God, you're going to be fine today. You're good. Ah. <laughs> And, what are you uh, forgiving? You were the one coming after him. Yeah. So today we find out that the the plan is, you know, in classic Southern Charm tradition, there's going to be a split of events. So some people are going to go play golf. Some are going to go shrimping. And tonight they're going to eat whatever they catch. So uh, that's that. And so um, so then um, then they're eating breakfast. They're put the so the table. They're setting the breakfast table. And they start playing like the below deck cleaning the yacht music, which I thought was strange. I don't know if you picked up on that. Like it's an actual song that they, this song is actually, I actually enjoy this song so much. I, 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 last year I did find out what the song was called and I have it on email somewhere. So I'm not even being jokey It's literally below deck music. And uh, I just thought that was a strange note, strange thing to do for this episode. I think they were just trying to make something happen, you know, for this breakfast <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah, <laughs> Much like right. I am right now as I describe it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're deciding, like, who's going to go shrimping? Who's going to go on the boat? And I think it's funny because the people who decide to go golfing are so boring. And, you know, there's that, like, FOMO that people get. Like, when there's two groups splitting off, you don't want to be with the boring group. You want to be with the fun group. You know, so you have your fear of missing out. But I think that this group is so powerful because they have, like, CBB. They're, like, you know, can't be bothered. Like, they do not give a shit if they're missing out or not. They're like, I have no fear of missing out. I'm completely being fine in my khakis and being boring as fuck learning to golf from shop. <laughs> yeah, they well, you have like basically you basically have two of the really wealthy people, and then you have Naomi who just doesn't want to be near Craig, and they're like, whatever, let's just do something really waspy today. <laughs> so then <laughs> so then um Craig and Austin are are still talking, and Craig's like, I don't want to go gobbling on the chef. Okay. And Austin's like, Yeah, I need a break from Shep for the day. I mean, I don't hate the guy, but I don't want to be around him. Okay. So then um then then Whitney shows up at the at the main villa and he's got like a vest and uh, Olivia's like, "You look ready to go shrimping or golfing, actually." And when he goes, "Oh, more like squirrel hunting," <laughs> squirrel trunk. So the golfers leave and Taylor's like, "Make a choice!" Spoiler alert: It's Jesus. 
So then uh, Whitney, Chef, and Naomi get in their car together, and Craig and Chef, uh, Craig and Austin are riding a tandem bike <laughs> to get to the other house. And so they pass the car, and Naomi's like, Craig, Craig just blew a kiss at you, Chef. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, him and I are both eating a little crow this morning, you know? And uh, she's like, oh, um, I'm hearing you eating crow, but I haven't heard anything from Craig, so... Uh, that's because I can't eat a bird because a bird is a sign of Britney Spears' dad. <laughs> I couldn't eat a bird during a free Britney scene. Like, what kind of monster am I? She's like, the difference of self-awareness is a notice-all. <laughs> and Chef's like, oh, you mean his, uh, his, self his lack of self-awareness? She goes, uh, he doesn't have any. So then, um, by the way, that tandem bike scene was very Tom and Tom from Random Pump Rules, I have to say. It was very, very, very that. They're all learning from each other. You know, are, it's just all, all going to meld into one show eventually. By the way, my cousin's getting married next year. And I mentioned this because um, he's getting married um, at the winery where Raquel and uh, James had their engagement party. So I'm really excited to have some in-the-field reporting about oh what it was God. like. You and yeah. Dom should like sneak away and get married you know, nearby. My <laughs> well, my plan was to give a speech from a window and have Dom read me the speech while I say it out loud. <laughs> that would be perfect. Okay. Anyway, so now the a child falls are over. Going and they're like, a child falls over. Well, the the they show like footage and they just show like a child on a beach walking and then the kid just like face plants for no reason. <laughs> great. Oh. So then uh, some people go shrimping and some people go coughing and they talk about Shep is still going on about how he loves Austin, but he's so exhausted from all of this. And Naomi's like, I can tell I've never seen you like this. And Whitney's like, yeah, bro. I mean, I'm sorry about last night, but I was, I was trying to help you. And Naomi's like, yeah, what he's saying is just don't fuck with him today, Whitney. So then the shrimping people go and they're, having so much fun you know yeah they're wooing um, they're laughing yeah. then they're wooing some more did uh craig and austin go to the front of the boat to do the we're on top of the world which is amazingly less effective when it's on like a sad shrimping trawler versus a mega yacht you know i find that <laughs> when you're on just like basically a little tugboat that's just like held together with duct tape. It's like oh. we're on top of the world. That's below decks trajectory. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're doing. They've got like nine million below decks now. They go from super yacht to kind of a smaller yacht to a sailboat. The next thing below is a tugboat. That's it. It's <laughs> trawler. Be a fucking it's tugboat. a canoe. Next season, it's a canoe. It's just like Daisy on a canoe. Like, hey, what would you like in the back there? <laughs> but um, uh, uh, Craig tells us. Uh, he says. That um, he, he he's the one who proposes doing this quote unquote Titanic stuff. He's like, let's do some Titanic stuff. Hey, Rose is where my distrust of women came from because she let go. <laughs> I like to think he's joking, but I actually think he's not joking at all. <laughs> I know he just said so much. So he and Austin <laughs> but, are doing by, the, by the way, world I, thing. I, I by the way. It 100% makes sense because Craig is the type who would be just there in the water and wouldn't realize that he could actually just get up on the plank and just be there with Rose and share the plank together. Be like, what, For what really? should I do? For Come really? on, Craig. Yeah, Leo get really up here, Craig. earned that one. 
you know? It's like, it was really hard to cry for Leo at the end. <laughs> it's like, Craig, come on, get up here onto this plane. No, I don't want to. It's, <laughs> it's, it's uncomfortable. You don't tell me what to do anymore. And then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's not appropriate for exes to share the same piece of driftwood after a after a naval accident. His last words were, "Get over me!" And he just dies. <laughs> so then um, they're doing like the King of the World thing, and Craig's like, "Yeah, like the captain's gonna be like these clowns. I can't believe. Yeah, I'm sure anybody who's worked on a boat is shocked to see basic white people doing the <laughs> 'I'm the King of the World' on the front of the boat." <laughs> Craig uh, just Craig just crawls up to the edge of the boat and takes out a butter knife that's on like a chain around his neck and throws it in. Yeah. So then um, over with the golfing people, Whitney's like, I hate slow carts. I got a fast cart. So I got a fast cart. It's like, oh God, help me. The only, the only silver lining to this scene was a sign that said alligators and wildlife present. I, I was know. like, please, alligator, make something happen. Okay. Oh, I got a fast cart. Is it fast enough to get us out of here? We got to make a decision. Oh, 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 oh. So Olivia Chapman. and Craig are talking about last night, and Craig's like, yeah, like, I really thought last night was going to be a good dinner. And then, like, she says one thing, and it, like, sets me off. And Olivia's like, yeah, I couldn't really have din a dinner with my ex like you did either, but, like, you just, like, need to, like, chill. And he's like, yeah, but I hate her because of how she used to put me down. And then she did it again. You know, it's funny he... He only started to hate her again once Paige told him to hate <laughs> her, by the way. Let's, let's, let's not forget. They had actually a very nice, perfectly fine relationship. They were even hooking up. And then she's like, um, you shouldn't be doing that. And you should hate her. And he's like, I hate her so much now. Yeah, Craig, was, Craig started this season like, I just want to be friends with Naomi. We can go to coffee. And Craig's like, meow. So, and I don't necessarily blame her. But, um, yeah, Craig's going a little too far with <laughs> yeah. this. And Craig's like, I mean, it should be okay for me to be like, whoa, it's crazy to go on vacation with, like, your ex. I'm like, well, maybe, but it's been, it's been five years, for, and you're on a show together. And then they're like, oh, my God, Britney Spears is, there's so many Britney Spears is around, because they're bringing up the shrimp, and all the seagulls come to get the shrimp. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Whitney is teaching Naomi how to swing, but then Shep. Who cares? Like, who cares with this? Does so anything bad, happen on this show? I can't. I know. With this. Bad, what the fuck? bad golf is almost as bad as bad tennis on Bravo. And luckily, Southern Charm has a lot of it every season. God. So yeah. And then we're back to uh, shrimping, and um, they're like, "Oh my god, the birds are eating our shrimp!" All of a sudden, they start saying "shrimp." They're like, "Oh my god, they're eating our shrimp! Our shrimp! They're eating our! Oh my god, they're eating our shrimp!" And Vanita is, like, having fun with everybody and laughing with everybody because she's not around Sleva, basically. <laughs> kind of. Sleva and Madison, you know. So she's actually getting along with everybody. Like, it's her first time hanging out with them, which is nice to see, you know. Yeah. And she's like, I it's nice to be getting along with everybody. And this Craig, I mean, this can't be the guy that Naomi's been talking about. I mean, no way. Look how sweet he is. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. sweet, sweet Vanita. You haven't seen the two sides of Craig? Come on. Mm -hmm. So they are, um, so the golfers head back. The shrimpers are heading back. Craig is still just like drinking a beer. I mean, 
Craig's kind of an alcoholic, right? Like he's literally drinking beer at all moments of the day. And um, Shep is uh, like, I don't know. They're, they're just, they're, they're coming back. And Shep is asking Whitney if, if like he and Naomi are like boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. And Whitney's like, we don't have a label. There's, there's, there's no label. There is a label. It's called Butler and Mrs. Butler. I need my martini <laughs> back in Charleston. There's a label. It says Bell. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, so they get back to the house and everybody's getting ready to go to dinner now because they're going to have this cook what you bring dinner. And yeah. um, so the shrimpers come back all happy and the other people are not really happy. <laughs> so Shep is talking to Whitney and he's like, it was a really fun day seeing you and Naomi, you know, like in a relationship, like seeing how that is. Like, what are you guys doing? You seeing any other people? What's that about? Please answer quickly because this is really just a doorway for me to enter and start talking about myself. So <laughs> go ahead. He's like, we don't have a label. Yeah, well, that you can stay friends. That's the most important part, which isn't hard to do. That's why it drives me crazy about Craig. <laughs> yeah, and and basically Whitney's like saying how Craig, it can be so sweet and sincere and lovely, but then he can become the terror of Tiny Town, screaming and yelling at everyone, etc. He's like, um, yeah, and I guess it ended with her dumping him. He's like, yeah, so he's got the, you know, the, the, the ego aspect to it, too. He's like, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Well, I guess we should go get dressed. Do you want some Oreos? <laughs> this is where the show is today. <laughs> We're watching them debate Oreos, whether or not to have any. <laughs> so now everyone's back, and now they're getting changed and everything, and Austin's doing his hair again. He goes, son of a biscuit! And um, they're... <laughs> There's just like a lot of watching them coordinating to get to dinner, right? Like the chef calls Austin and says like, oh, yeah, you know where the restaurant is? Walk down the beach. And then if you just walk there and then make a left, you'll see a tent. Go through the tent. Uh, press the button. Go down the staircase. And there's your table. I'm like, can we just, see, can we just get to the table? Do we have get to see there. Them? Okay, get just there. get there. So we do. Uh, so Austin and Craig are walking there. And they're dressed like a Land's End catalog. And Austin's like, why are we? Dress like we're going to a, f- f- a fox hunt, and Greg's like, "Well, I brought an extra scarf in case you need one." He's like, "No, Greg!" <laughs> so they all they they arrive. Taylor has brought like the bucket of shrimp and ice, and so they give that over to the the, the banquet captain, and they're like, "Gosh." Banquet, Captain. Hi, hi, Captain. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, we're going to make your life hell for the next two hours. Enjoy. Sep, the the rich one with generational wealth is like, Captain, what's that? What do you mean you're a manager at a restaurant? Oh, thanks, Captain. Oh, my Captain. It's like, you don't know what a restaurant captain is? What's your money fake? I don't believe him sometimes with his fake words and not knowing what a fucking captain is. And Shep is also wearing he's he has a blazer on, but beneath the blazer is this like red shirt that has like mushrooms on it. It sort of has it has the fit of like a Tommy Bahama shirt, but it's definitely not. It's like what would be the equivalent of but it's like, like from a head shop? <laughs> yeah, he's it's like, like I'm a mushroom guy. A Tommy Bahama the equivalent of a Tommy Bahama shirt. What do you mean for where for there for Shep. like <laughs> for Shep for where there? It's a like, Tommy Bahama. <laughs> It's, it's Tommy Garshama. It's like Tommy Bahama, but with mushrooms, Garsh. <laughs> yeah, and so then they're all like, they're all won over by this floral arrangement that's on the table. And they're like, Chef, did you do this? He goes, and Taylor goes, 
oh yeah, he's a floral guy. And he goes, no, I'm not a floral guy. I'm, I'm a mushroom guy. I'm a fun guy. Get it? It's me, Fun Shep. No one really buys it. And so <laughs> Shep's, uh, Shep, Craig orders a drink, and Shep's like, Hey, Craig, you in food and beverage, Craig? Like, just since yeah. they got on Shep last night, now he's going to try and get everybody else into a fight with somebody, right? Yeah. So Naomi's like, Oh my God, can we please not go back there? I haven't warmed up my eyes yet. Hold on. Okay, go go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, I'm ready. Uh, and Craig, I, I guess they're just talking about how much they're drinking or whatever. And Craig goes, I'd be so relieved if someone just said they were pregnant. Did somebody call me? Because guess what? I was just <laughs> pregnant. Oh, my God. Who called in Marcy? I know. You don't think Marcy's important. But the minute she's not there, they're like, God, why isn't anybody talking about being pregnant? <laughs> I know they're so used to it. <laughs> so then, so they Olivia, joke, Olivia jokes yeah. that she's pregnant. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so then they all crack up, and uh, the captain comes back, and Chef's like, "Oh my god, it's the captain of the football team, or what? Hey, <laughs> Captain America, love your shield. <gasps> Gosh, captain at a restaurant, so dumb." <laughs> and there's there's a waiter there named Danny who just looks so miserable. He's like he's 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 rich privileged fox. He's just like yeah. oh god, get me to the end of the night. So then um yeah more food is coming out and like Craig tells Vanita that she smells good. So she's like wow this is what what a night you know like he's so can, nice yeah he's so <laughs> nice. And then by the way so then the dinner comes out. And uh, I'm expecting some sort of shrimp extravaganza or like some very like lovely shrimp thing. And it was basically like this weird, it wasn't weird, but it was just like a very ordinary surf and turf. They basically were like, we're going to serve steaks. And since they brought us shrimp, I guess we'll put some skewers on top. Like I have a feeling the Ooh, restaurant had no skewers. Yeah. yeah. They probably just showed up and were like, would you make our shrimp? And they're like, Oh, that's kind of against all of the restaurant codes that were ever <laughs> written, but sure. Well, like they, shrimp. they were saying all episode, like, Oh, and they're going to cook our shrimp for us. I guarantee the restaurant had no idea about this shrimp until the moment they showed up with a bucket of shrimp <laughs> because they were like, I don't know what the fuck to do with these things. So they put them on skewers, and I'm just like this. And they were small and sad. They were like and I was this like, big. They were little <laughs> was, and like just kind of uninteresting. And I was like, really? This is what we did with our shrimp? Yeah. So they get their shrimp loin and skewers, and Chef's like, whoa, this cabernet with the loin. <laughs> and Whitney's like, well, mine is uh, too well done, so can I have a piece of your uh, pink shit, Taylor? She goes, you want a piece of my pink meat? <laughs> Shep's like, Taylor, God, you fucking idiot, slug, God. I mean, Taylor, jeez. Taylor. And she's like, it's just too easy. <laughs> to pray. Gosh, chap, don't you want to do it now? It's easy. So, so she's like, this is the shrimp I named Jerry. Oh, poor basic Taylor. So Craig's like, all right, now that I have you all here. And Naomi like straightens up like she's about to get an apology. And he's like, <laughs> I would like to invite you to a party that Zoan Down South is having. It's been like a great year for us. So we're going to do a winter wonderland theme. Right? It's going to be dinner, dancing, 10-person band. Naomi's Shep not going to be telling people. people what to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> Naomi, Naomi will, Naomi will have be a vow of silence, so she won't be annoying people, and she can see what real food and beverage is like. It's gonna be a set menu, so I can tell Naomi what to do for once. <laughs> Naomi is gonna have to sit in the corner, and I'll be at another corner because it's inappropriate for us to be in the same quadrant of the room. Yeah, so Chef's like, ten people! Whoa! That's how many disciples there were! It was twelve, Chef. Sorry! <laughs> so then, uh... Two Shep of them asks, went off to the Vietnam War. Chef Chef asks who Craig's date's gonna be, and he's like, well, I was thinking I was gonna bring my girlfriend, but I guess I can, you know, think about it. And Olivia's like, you gonna take Austin? Because you and Austin are like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> chewing her cut and then yeah. Craig can't with fucking Olivia I can't I don't then, like Olivia it's funny and I, I feel like I should kind of like Olivia but I don't she just bugs me it's funny because during this episode I was thinking to myself you know I think I actually kind of am liking Olivia and then towards the end I was like mm, I don't know but then Craig's like Austin and I could beat anyone at the mar- marriage game is that what's called mar- the newlywed <laughs> No, marriage, newly, mar, mar, newlywed game, chef. God, I mean, Craig. <laughs> so then Olivia's. Nice. Olivia is like, if I were, if Craig were a woman, I certainly would be jealous. I'm like, well, thanks for that insight, Olivia. Yeah. Craig is like, because <laughs> I would like, I would think like, whoa, I have a lot to worry about there. That's good because God knows men sure can't sleep with men. So that would be crazy. So then Naomi's like, um, yeah, Craig. So Vanita says. So it's nice to have a dinner where everyone's not screaming and yelling at me and people are like actually letting me sit with them. That's fun. And Naomi's <laughs> like, yeah, what is the mood difference tonight? I was like, okay, now here's yeah, where she's you like, lose Why are you me. so sweet, Craig? Yeah. And here's Craig where you goes. lose me. It's like, you've got the gremlin behaving. You know, do you really need to start a fight? That's what ruined dinner last night. I know it's really Craig's yeah. fault because Craig was the asshole last night. But, but you really need an apology from Craig. You're not going to get it. You're on the wrong show. I believe this was this from here on forward was kind of Naomi's first big whiff of the season. You know, I feel like she's been a, like really in the right all season long. And here she kind of like she she doesn't quite land this this whole scene. She sort of goes astray. So Naomi's like, um, yeah, so like you're you're what's the big difference? Because you're sweet tonight. And Craig's like. Well, I, I blew my load lad, last night's dinner. <laughs> and Whitney's like, oh, well, if we can uh, maintain this Craig, this is the Craig we'd love to hang out with. So um, let's maintain this Craig. And, and Craig's like, I'll try to stay at the table this time. Wink, wink. Happy Craig. And she's like, Craig, hey, I didn't start a fight like I wanted to, so I'll try again. Craig, will you be inviting Madison to this dinner? And he's like, yeah. And Austin's like, yeah, I'm not doing it to fuck with Austin. It's just I'm inviting her because I don't think that he gives a fuck anymore. See, look how chill he is right now. Craig, how many Britney Spears birds you have to see to understand what I'm saying right now? Insane. So Austin gets him back by turning it back to Craig, and he goes, "Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to be here at this table together like you and Naomi." These yeah. guys are just all pointing their fingers at each other, trying to see who's going to get in the biggest fight. So then Craig says, "Well, forgiving people is the power." Thank and- you. That's all I've been trying to say. Amen. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Naomi is like, well, that's so interesting, Craig, because you also need to say sorry, which she is right about, right? So Craig's like, oh, I did last night at the table. Don't you remember when I said, I'm sorry that you're such a bitch, Naomi. <laughs> sorry you're obsessed with me. <laughs> sorry you never worked in the food and bev, bitch. So he's like, yeah, I said sorry last night. And she's like, um, last night you weren't civil with me. <laughs> Hold on, because I'm going to add a really... Passive-aggressive Karen turn. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> you just got nailed with the just saying. And then Shep goes, let's not ruin this. As if, like, oh, so suddenly now, like, like he can ruin whatever he wants. But now suddenly, like, no, <laughs> Naomi, don't ruin it. Shep just, but he says it with a big smile on his face. He's like, gosh, come on, guys, don't ruin it. So then Vanita is like, she tells us, wow, like, is she trying to start a fight with Craig? I mean, keep your shit together. Eat your steak. So then we come back to Craig, and he's like, you're preaching to me. And she goes, don't say I'm your psycho ex, and I can't live without without you, like you said to Leva, okay? And he goes, okay, well, I guess that wasn't nice, so I'm going to work on being kinder. But then last night when you told me how to act in a restaurant, she goes, I never told you how to react in a restaurant. I told you, all of you, a group of you, how to react in a restaurant. It was different. I wasn't being a bitch to you. I was being a bitch to all of you. And it was in in the waitress's defense, which actually, I mean, I don't think she did anything wrong. And you know what, by the way, I, I got it wrong. At this point, I'm actually still fully on Naomi's side during this discussion. Like, I think that she has not whiffed yet. But, like, so then Craig, because, by the way, Craig is like, I am being sorry, but you were being mean or whatever, which is so ridiculous. And he goes, why are we having this talk? Go away. And she's like, I said guys, not you. And and she's getting annoyed because she's like, I said guys. And, she goes, and then he Craig pulls this move. He goes, why are you yelling? As if he... <laughs> Did not yell all last night as if he was not doesn't yell later this episode like like oh god you know that drives us nuts when when someone does that like why are you yelling why and so then he goes i have tools i've been to therapy i have tools i have tools (laughs) yeah well i should never yell at you at the end of the day you get nothing for nothing that's all you can say for the life of the poor but we probably shouldn't interact too much because at the end of the day which i'm gonna say again because i really love like miserable you're in my past Okay, and then he gives a huge smile, like, "Look at me, staying charming, telling Naomi I broke up with her, even though we're not dating." Right, and Vanita's like, "Okay, well, can you just acknowledge that that just bothered him?" And Naomi goes, "Vanita, like, what?" (laughs) She's like, "What did you say?" And because Vanita is just trying to smooth it over, like Vanita is well-meaning, but like, this is she. She she just needs to just back away. But this is where inexperience on reality TV comes back to bite you because um, when you're you've been on reality TV, you know, like being the mediator always like you're going to get your head bitten off no matter yes. what, which is really unfair. But that's what happens, right? And so Naomi, so you know, um, Vanita's like, I just I do think it might be helpful if you just acknowledge his feelings right now. And he looks at her and goes, Vanita. Shut up! <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, wow. I thought that was actually a little cruel to Vanita, personally, on Naomi's part. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is kind not good. Kind of, but they're friends for a long time, so it's like how you would talk to your friend. Like, so just shut right. up. Right. You know? And so, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, they'll resolve this by the end of the episode. And also, like, I think what Naomi is thinking is happening. I think it's happening, even though Vanita's saying it's not happening. 
Naomi's like, well, you're jumping ship, basically. Like, you, I don't, I'm not around you guys one day and you immediately get charmed by Craig, but that is what's mm-hmm. happening. You know, Vanita went out with them one day and had fun where they didn't treat her like shit. You know, mm-hmm. she actually had fun with them. Then Craig sits right by her at dinner, compliments how she smells, like gives her all the Craig. He charm, is really charming. Yeah. You know? And so now she's like, she even said earlier in the episode, how is this the same Craig that Naomi's always bitching about? You know? So then Craig goes, oh, so the classy girl at the table just told someone to shut up. Well, guess what? Actually, you're not welcome at my party. And Naomi's like, um, I don't have to come to your party, Craig. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig's holding his winter wonderland. <laughs> winter <laughs> wonderland pillow party. But it's <sighs> also saying, fine, you're going to be mean. Then you don't get to come to the season finale party. Right. Right. So then Taylor's like, Craig, that took it a little too far. And then Craig does stand up because he cannot make a dinner without leaving. That's just Craig. Right. He's got to walk off. So he stands up and he's like snooping his scarf behind him. <laughs> and he's like, look, I'm sorry. This is why I cannot be around you. Like, this brings me to a level that I don't like. So you guys can enjoy your tiny little shrimp. I'm going back to the villa and I don't want to act like, act like shit and yell at the girls. I just want to go home. Like, but so, you did already. So but, it's like, do you not yell as loudly so you're better than Shep? You're all the same. You're all the same. You're just cuter and younger than Shep. And, have a and the... And the underlying message of this is that, like, I don't have to be accountable for my behavior. This is I act this way because of you. Like, it's actually your fault that I act this way. I don't have to. There's nothing on me that says I can actually control my behavior or I can I can, you know, modify how I act. He's literally being like, it's because she's here. I can't I, I, I become a monster. And so I have to leave because, you know, Naomi did this to me, which is. Like the that's like the fucked up part of of what of everything that Craig says and does this season. So Taylor's like, <laughs> and he walks off to dramatic music and two scarfs flowing in the wind, and so Vanita just drinks. And there's a really long pause, and Olivia goes, <laughs> check, <laughs> check, please. <laughs> and then Vanita's like, listen, Naomi, I'm not saying what you were saying is wrong that happened at the restaurant, but I was told shut up. So I couldn't finish what I was saying. And that's not true. You finished what you were saying. It was just stupid. And, and I, Naomi's th- like, I, I thought Naomi was going to be like, no, I understand. I sh- I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say shut up. But Naomi goes, well, what you did was fake as fuck. And then <laughs> Vinny was like, well, what did I do? And she's like, well, you were taking Craig's side. And Vinny said, well, I was saying his feelings were hurt. And Naomi was like, I didn't appreciate that. His feelings were hurt after you asked for an apology after he screamed at you at a restaurant for half an hour. His feelings were hurt, but like also, <laughs> like yes, his feelings, yes, exactly. His feelings, were, his hurt, feelings were hurt, but Nobody like said you know what? To him, he just berated her the whole night. How does he have hurt feelings because someone told you to listen to the waitress when she's there? Yeah, I, yeah, I, exactly. You know, like yes, his feelings were hurt, but sometimes you have to understand. Like you also have to consider the sometimes the context of why someone's feelings were hurt. It's like a toddler crying because you took away their toy. Okay, you don't have to say I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. You say no, your toy is taken away. And uh, so, like, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that his feelings were hurt, but like, it's not stand upable enough. So then um, she's like, you don't have to tell me to shut up, though. She goes, well, I don't appreciate it. She's like, but don't tell me to shut up like that. And she goes, no, you needed to shut up. <laughs> you know, I didn't like, like this. <laughs> Benita's like, oh, so you have all this class and respect, and now you're telling me to shut up? Got it. Got it. 
Got it. Okay, don't talk to me because I don't talk to people who disrespect me. It's like, really? Because you're at a dinner with them. <laughs> so, yes, you do. And she's saying, you know, this hurts because we've been friends for so long and I would never tell her to shut up. Like, how dare you? And this is where Naomi did kind of lose me because despite everything, like, I I realized that I liked Naomi and Vanita's friendship. And I, I didn't like that Naomi was was really being so mean at that moment. She, Naomi may have been pissed at Vanita, but she was being really mean about it. And I didn't. Well, like I that think it's the housewives thing. It's like I brought you onto the show and you're immediately jumping to the side of my enemy right but she didn't bring vanita onto the show vanita was on before well naomi had just left but she had to suggest vanita for the show don't you think i mean they went to i don't well, no, she came up through madison i thought no uh, wait no she didn't did she oh yeah she was madison she came hair. through leva was... actually she was through wasn't she through leva danny no madison where is danny I think you're by right. the way where is I... poor, poor danny is traumatized danny. from her one season being a full-time <laughs> cast member <laughs> Danny's just somewhere like Popeye, like, like I can't <laughs> take it. Uh, so anyway, she, the dessert comes, and then they start again. Vanita's like, "I'm uh, Naomi's like Vanita. I'm just so offended that you chose to do that. I mean, that's fine though. That's fine." And then she tells us, "I guess her friendship with Craig is just better." And I'm hurt. I'm like, "Okay, you know, the boys' drama is stupid enough. The girls' drama is even stupider." Okay, I yeah. can't with this show. And how is this an hour and 20 and we're still talking about fucking Southern Charm where nothing happened <laughs> Maybe it was our parchment paper discussion right in the middle of it. <laughs> so Benito's like, um, so they're still just like fighting. And um, and then Shep is like, gosh, I'm going to bring Craig some pudding. And I'm going to bring him some pork. So the guys go off to bring, bring Craig this stuff. And uh, that's what they do. And Craig's like, this is delicious. So then, now the girls retire to the main villa. And the porn chef's like, Hey, we brought you some pudding, but I can't find one single spoon in this entire place. So I got a measuring cup. They're like, the spoon is in the pudding, chef. He's like, oh. That's why you're the captain. (laughs) I also like that they had to describe port to Craig. So, um, uh, so... Anyway, the girls are now back. And now, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so now Naomi and Vanita are going to be like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Like, I, you know, like, like, I love you. It was, you know, whatever. So they are sitting around and Vanita is like, they all gather in this one seating area. And Vanita is like, um, you come uh, sit right here with me. She's like, you come sit sit. right here, miss. I was like, oh, good. They're going to, they're going to squash it. It's going to be lovely. Right. And no, they didn't. Naomi does. And she's still pissed. And so um, she's like, you know, tonight was hurtful, Vanita. She goes, but don't disrespect me. She goes, uh, whoever says, like, she was just trying to be a peacemaker, right? Right, Vanita? She goes, yeah, I wasn't attacking you. You know, I'm just saying his feelings were hurt. There's nothing wrong with that. And Naomi goes, okay. And And then Naomi tells us, so much for loyalty. And I was like, no, no, you're supposed to say at the end of the day, Vanita's a really good friend and I understand and you know, whatever. And then I was like, oh shit, like Naomi's like pissed. And and then Taylor goes, Taylor's basically me. She goes, it's okay. Y'all are friends. I thought, I hope. Do you want to pray? The candles right here. We could have s'mores. No kidding. She's like, one of you just needs to go hide in the bathroom for 30 minutes and ride this one out. And contemplate yeah. maybe getting pregnant. 
quitting your job. <laughs> Am I projecting too much onto this conversation? Oh, man. Does anyone want to go spelunking? <laughs> so next week, next week, there's this, the big season finale party. And, like, Naomi tells Benita, we're not friends. And then that's when you see Benita crying. And I was like, no. I, my heart broke. I'm God, sorry. Like, I felt no, so... I felt so terrible for Vanita already. Naomi turns hard, man. When she decides yeah. she's done, she's just like, we are done. Fuck you. You said one supportive thing of Craig. I'm never speaking to you again. Yeah, that really bothered me. I hope, I mean, maybe there'll be a larger context or maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being like manipulated by the previews. But honestly, when I saw that, like my heart broke. I felt, I just felt so bad for Vanita just sitting there, standing there crying in the middle of the party. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens next week. It's the season finale, I believe. Isn't that what they said? Yeah, it's season finale. Hoping for one part, fingers crossed. (laughs) But also, Leva does leave her kitchen. Okay, She does. To tell Craig, I'm talking to the people who actually run your company, not to you, bozo. (laughs) 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 So she comes and earns her check next week. So we're excited. Thank God. Um, Thank you for being with us this week and all the time. We love you guys. Check out Take a Seat on Mondays. Winter is crapping Monday nights. And our Patreon episodes, thanks to everyone on demand. Love seeing ya. We'll talk next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet couture. We love you guys.